1: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Ask Amy. Today we're talking all things homeowner's insurance and I've invited expert Jessica Fuentes. You're with Brazos Insurance Agency. Thanks for coming on. That's right. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so if people have been watching and following Ask Amy, then you've probably met Jessica before. Last August you came on and spoke with us about homeowner's insurance, also auto insurance. Yes. Things are a little different right now. Yes. (laughs) The reason you're like, yeah, the reason I wanted to come back is because we're starting to hear from people. Um, consumers who are saying, oh my gosh, I just got my renewal offer from my insurance company and they're not happy about it. Yeah, I mean, rates are up quite a bit.
0: Up is the word, yes.
1: (laughs) Um, One viewer who emailed said his was 40% higher. Yes. I mean, that's that's a lot.
0: It's a lot and it's actually not that uncommon right now. Yeah, we're seeing rates even upwards of 40%. It just depends on your carrier and the area Mostly the location is what uh-huh. we're looking at right now. Um, in the past, we would say, oh, there's got to be a reason you've had a claim or there was a change in, you know, the construction of your home. Maybe you added a story or something like it had to be something like that. That caused it. Yes. And, um, and you know, rates increase and, you know, you might see a, you know, 5 10% increase, you know, some years. But now we're seeing... 20 is the norm. 40 is, you know, not crazy. Um, And it just, I'm noticing it mostly in the coastal region of Uh our viewing area. Most of those homes are the ones that are having a lot, fewer options right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And even further up into like the Katy area and the spring area, those areas aren't just because they're coastal. Those areas are mostly based on location. They've just, they've insured too much in those areas and it's too much concentration for some carriers. Uh So some carriers have pulled back and they're saying, we're not writing new business in those areas right now. We're writing everywhere else, but let's slow down here. Um, And so what happens in those areas, so like Katie might see their rates are super increasing right now. And that's because a lot of carriers are not riding there right now. Uh-huh. So the carriers that are riding there are probably... Higher in premiums.
1: Yeah. I mean, so fewer choices usually means right. higher prices. Higher prices. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So that really stinks. I mean, it sounds like we're, when we report the news and we hear about insurance companies, the larger companies pulling out, I know recently out of California, and then some of them pulled out of Florida. Correct. And it's like, oh, well, at least it's not here. At least
0: it's not here. But those carriers also insure in the state of Texas. You know, mm-hmm. just because they're based out of Florida doesn't mean that they're not actually writing in other states as well. So that's, it kind of has a trickle down effect. So even though, for example, UPC was based out of Florida and that hurt Florida a lot, um, it also hurt us because we had a lot of business with UPC in the state of Texas. And so we're having to rewrite all of those people. And the people that we're rewriting are people who had great rates in areas that now other carriers don't want to write in. Yeah. So they're having double the shock. You know, one, my insurance carrier went out of business and now two, the next best option is double the price.
1: Right, and UPC stands for?
0: United Property and Casualty. United
1: Property and Casualty. Yeah. Do they go out of business or they just pulled out of Texas? No, they went out of business. Yeah,
0: oh, they well. pulled out completely out of the state of Florida. Um, they've, I uh, believe the state of Florida has them under reinsurance, uh, sorry, under, um, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Receivership. Oh, okay. So the state takes them over. Uh-huh. And so now they're basically taking all the funds that the carrier had and divvying it out to who's owed back monies. Oh wow! Um, and so, for that reason, there's really not much that we can do for those clients other than finding them other insurance ASAP. So, as that was happening, we were making sure to find them other coverage, but they weren't happy with the rates we were finding. So, mm. a lot of people stayed with us, and a lot of people had to move on to find, you know, other options. But it's getting tough to find, you know, people who are in those situations something that's affordable.
1: Right. Yeah. And you know. I- I think insurance companies sort of sometimes have the same rap as as attorneys. that People say, like, I mean, they're just taking my money. Like, you know, (laughs) it's not fair. Like, they're they're just making all this profit. But, I mean, can you talk a little bit about um, why they're raising rates? When we talked about auto insurance last year, it was like, oh, well, it's because – um, you know, more auto accidents and cars cost more to repair whenever yeah. you do need to repair them. Yeah,
0: the, but the uh, inflation, you know, uh-huh. was a big cause. And it, it also has um, its place in the home insurance market, too. So because, you know, everything costs more, that, you know, makes everything more expensive, including your premiums. Because, you know, if, if people do have claims, when we go out to buy the wood, it's more expensive than it was before. Um, the people doing the work charge you more than they used to. It's not mm-hmm. the same prices anymore Um, but at the same time those same people that are seeing those increases sometimes there's it, it doesn't have anything to do with that sometimes the inflation factor has already been built in but on top of that you know when you get your renewal offer and it goes up and you go to shop on it you notice Even the prices that I'm shopping are much higher than, you know, where I was last year, much higher than the price that I'm being offered this year. So what's going on? Like, is this only going to always keep going up? Right. You know, so that's kind of where people are starting to even feel like, am I going to get priced out of my home? Because maybe I can afford it this year, but can I afford it next year? So I'm having deeper conversations with clients now, like more personal conversations, because Mm -hmm. now it's like, okay, let's talk about your budget. Can we get you a higher deductible maybe this year? to save you some money on your premium this year, but can is that something that's gonna be okay with your budget, right? Right. Because I don't wanna give someone a twenty five thousand dollar deductible if they don't have that to cover a claim when something goes wrong. Right. So for example, you know, at that point you're basically self insuring, right? Yeah. If you have a twenty five thousand dollar deductible and your roof blows away, mm-hmm. you're buying your roof on your own. Exactly. Basically, right? right? So can you do that is my first question. You know, if you can, then maybe for this you know, year for this Mm -hmm. season that we're going through, um, maybe we take a higher deductible, you know, and we save you some money on your premium. And the next year, let's revisit and see if, you know, prices have come back down. And, you know, what does your budget look like? And is it something we need to now revise and bring you back down to a lower deductible? Um, Certain coverages too, you know, like personal property coverage is one of the coverages we can kind of play with. Uh Uh, Most companies are going to automatically give you 50% of what your dwelling limit is. So if you're, Um, policy includes 200,000 for your home, then you probably have about 100,000 of contents. And some people are looking around saying, I don't have that many things. And so for that reason, we can bring it down some. Some carriers won't let you take it down all the way, but some carriers will. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that's another line item that we're now kind of playing with that we didn't used to. We used to always give everyone 50% because that's the standard. That's the norm. And now we're just like, well, what if you take 45? What if you take 30%, 30%, yeah. you know, of personal property. And, you know, we look at the dollar amount and we kind of talk to the client about it. And if that number makes you feel comfortable still, then, you know, it's going to save you a couple hundred bucks this year. But if that number doesn't make you feel comfortable, then let's not mess with that. Let's look at something else, you know. All right. Um, so like I said, more personal conversations, kind of going more line by line with Uh people instead of just, you know, here's the next best option, you know, because a lot of times when people call me and say, hey, let's reshop this, the Mm -hmm. price went up, what can I find? I take that same coverage and I shop at apples to apples. I don't ever come back and say, hey, here's a lower price because I took your deductible up to 5%, you know? It's like, of course I can save you this amount
1: of money. Of course, yeah. yeah.
0: So, um, and we start there. And Uh once we look at it and the savings are not what they hoped, then we start to talk about, you know, the deeper things. And so that's one of the ways that I've been able to kind of help people to keep it manageable. I won't uh-huh. say that I'm like saving the money from last year because most of the time we aren't. Right. I'm not even gonna lie. You know, a lot of the times it's just I was paying eighteen hundred last year, they they, you know, raised my rate to forty eight hundred. What can we do? Yeah. Well here's a great rate at twenty six hundred. Yeah. You know, and right. it's it's almost a thousand more than it was last year. But right. because you've seen that ugly number they've offered you, that doesn't look so bad anymore. Right.
1: You know? Um, and on top of that, I know I'd spoken with you before about insurance companies are being sort of pickier. So, I mean, there are not as some insurance companies have pulled out of our area completely or, you know parts of the Houston area, not the entire Houston area. Um, But then other ones are like, eh, nah, I don't wanna insure you. So when we come back, I wanna talk a little bit about that and what that means for the homeowner in terms of getting coverage, um, how that can change after you think you've signed on to a policy. I've got a personal story I'm gonna share with Jessica. (laughs) Um, We'll be right back. Welcome back to Ask Amy. Today we're talking about homeowners insurance, rising rates, what's going on in the market. Jessica Fuentes with Brazos Insurance Agency is here to explain all of that. You know, as a um, consumer investigative reporter, we tell people shop around. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's basically your job. You do it for people. The name of the game. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. And it doesn't cost you the customer. So if you get this renewal from your insurance company that, oh, all of a sudden your insurance is going up 40 percent and you're like, what the heck do I do? You can get on the phone and call 10 different insurance companies yourself or and Mm -hmm. or you can call a broker and you're shopping multiple companies for someone.
0: Correct. Yeah. 10 plus companies every time we're checking. Um, So, yeah, that's really the best way to get started because Uh it's less work for the client, right? And we're doing all the work and we have, you know, in our system, we put in all the information once and it shows me 10 different quotes. And then I can go into each carrier, like the top three lowest premiums and kind of clean them up Uh to present to the client, you know, here's our best options that we have right now. And every client's going to have different needs for their, Mm -hmm. you know, insurance. So, not always the lowest premium is going to be the best option. So sometimes they're looking for a lower deductible than Mm -hmm. what they had right now. Um, And they're not only shopping price. So in that case, now I have fewer options because not all carriers go that low on deductibles. Um, So, you know, it's a give and take. We always have to kind of look at what the client's looking for. um, And then kind of clean up the options that we have before we present it to them.
1: Got it. So I feel like a pretty savvy consumer. (laughs) Sometimes it's to my own detriment because it takes me (laughs) forever to make a decision. Right. But so I, along with just about everybody else, with my insurance rate, my renewal um, came up and it was higher than what I would like. It was quite a bit higher. And I was like, okay, well, let me shop around. From talking with you, Mm -hmm. I know that, you know, You have you write for a bunch of different insurance companies, but they might not be the same companies as another broker. So Mm -hmm. you could also try another broker, see if they have different options. So I did this whole process, (laughs) probably like took six weeks because you know I had a little ways before my policy expired. And I found um, a rate. I actually found a rate with Allstate. Um, I probably called like three or four different brokers and then pulled out those mailers that I had received at home saying, hey, we can get you a lower rate and called those. So um, sat on the phone with an agent from Allstate and um, got a quote Mm -hmm. and I'm like, wow, that's pretty much back down to where I was before. So I'm happy with that. It's almost no increase at all. Um, And then I paid the rate in full for a whole year because I don't really add it onto my mortgage. And it was supposed to take effect in in like 17 days. Well... About ten days into the policy, mm-hmm. so we're already in it. In I get it. a letter, snail mail, saying, "Hey, there's a change in your policy." This wasn't a minor change, Jessica. <laughs> this was like a almost two thousand dollar change. I think it was seventeen hundred dollar wow. increase. Yeah. And they said because when the inspector came by your house, they noticed the letter didn't say exactly what they noticed immediately. It just said I thought, changes? Yes, they're like changes. I'm like, what the heck kind yeah. of changes are you talking about? Um, and my concern was so got on the phone, called the um, the agent. And so, long story short, they said, well, yeah, when the inspector came by your house, they noticed some things that were not, you know, when we went over all the coverages and and conditions of your home, Mm -hmm. they noticed some things. For example, the things that they changed were not all correct. Some of them were, like the roof. I guess the agent made a mistake on the type of roof that he wrote down what I had. But the other things were, they put that I had all hardwood floors in my home. And I was like, I don't. Like, I have wood laminate floors on one whole level. Big difference. Yeah, and so, anyway my whole thing was and you waited until after my policy took effect to tell me about this right Is this happening? I mean, first of all, I was like, is this even legal? (laughs) I was really bad. I was like, it doesn't sound legal. Yes, yes.
0: So most carriers have about a 60-day underwriting period Uh in which they can review all the stuff that the agent put on the application to get the rate that you were offered, right? Uh So we are looking at a system, and we're putting in all the data for your home, and it spits back a number. This is how much it's going to cost to insure you. As long as all the data is factual, then Uh technically there should be no changes. Um, But sometimes, you know, the system will pull automatically, hey, your home is made most a brick you know and this is how many square feet it has and even though the system has pulled that information if you don't verify it when the inspector goes out there may be some differences Uh so sometimes depending on how um, picky the inspectors are sometimes they'll pull out their low wheel and measure the house yeah and they'll say this is how the square footage I received even Mm -hmm. though the square footage we received from the appraisal was this much sometimes it's more sometimes it's less but it can be a difference right The type of the roof. So like if we didn't pay attention to the shape or the type of shingle on the roof and Uh we selected the incorrect information on the application, when the inspector goes out, he's going to correct it. And then he's going to report that to the insurance carrier and they're going to go, oh yeah, it's not this kind, it's this kind. And again, depending on if it's a more expensive shingle or a cheaper shingle, it'll change your replacement cost. Right. And your replacement cost in turn can change your premium. So that can be um, something that's really annoying to the client, Uh Um, but it's really kind, I don't want to say it's the agent's fault, but we should be verifying the information with you before Uh we go to issuing the policy. Um, And sometimes inspectors are wrong you know yeah. so like you in your case you know those weren't actually wood floors they were wood laminate floors and he just he made a call there you yeah. know and he put it on his information and sent it to the insurance carrier if you don't take the time to review that information mm-hmm. because again you got a notice that just said changes right you know it didn't say exactly what changed so if you had been given something that said exactly what it was you would have said hey no 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 not this right, right. but and a lot of people just see it and pay the bill you Yeah. Know? they don't in your case it was a whole lot more but sometimes they'll get a bill that's only 20 five more in the right.
1: All, okay, yeah, I'll just pay it, right? And on I mean, so I thought it sounded an awful lot like um bait and switch. Yeah. Right. Yep. Because I signed on at this price on these conditions. Right. And then if you're gonna change it on me, I felt like you you knew that your inspector came out before the policy even took effect. Right. So you could have told me then and then gave me the option of going right. with the next lowest Right. You know, A lot of times
0: these inspectors um and the underwriters, they're not very good at like talking to each other, Uh right? So they'll turn in their reports and then it'll take the underwriter, you know, sometimes weeks to review that information and give the agent a notice and say, hey, Uh this is what we found in the inspection. This is what you have to talk to your client about. So sometimes that can take a long, longer time, you know, which is why it's important as the agent to pay attention to that underwriting period because it's kind of a little game we play. You have 60 days to tell me if something needs to be changed. After Mm -hmm. those 60 days, they're stuck on that risk. And uh, depending on the carrier, obviously, they have different underwriting periods, but most of them are 60 days. And after 60 days, if, you didn't notify the client, the only thing they can do now is non-renew you, which means you're good until the following year. um, And we have time to search for that next best option, depending on what that underwriting reason was that got you non-renewed. So that's always um, the first thing I do when I get a cancel notice from an Uh underwriter is like, well, can we non-renew this instead, right, yeah. to give us more time. Um, because as the agent, I feel terrible if I have to rewrite you again. I just rewrote you, you know, yeah. I don't want to have to rewrite you, you again. You feel like,
1: that was a tough process. Yeah, I don't want to do again. that again.
0: Yeah. Right, <laughs> um, And it costs the client money because, you know, you started a policy from this date to this date. If 60 days into that policy, you decide to switch. You just lost 60 days worth of premium and you're starting over again for a full 12 months.
1: Because you were. So that was my thing. I was covered and I was covered at this much higher premium that I'm like, I didn't agree to that. So in my instance, I filed a complaint with the Texas Department of Insurance, which you should do. Um, I'm not sure that, you know, That necessarily will get you anywhere. Everybody was sort of on the circle of like, well, they found these other conditions. And I'm like, but those conditions are not correct. Right. You said it can be hard to change them.
0: Right. Um, In this case, I think that maybe um, the underwriter could have probably vouched for you with that Uh inspector and said, hey, you know, the. The floors weren't this kind of flooring, you know. Uh And so that's why I think you you mentioned your agent said, hey, send me pictures Uh of everything that you said is incorrect. And we'll we'll shoot them over, you know. And so – and that agent kind of knows. He knows whether or not his underwriters usually go, yeah, let me correct that for you. Or if they go, no, this is, you know, what it is forever. And so – That's why I kind of say uh, the agent who's quoting you always kind of has his own discretion that he uses with where he's placing your business. Right. And um, and also when that underwriting review comes back, what to do with it. Right. Because we kind of know, well, this carrier doesn't usually flag for this. You know, Uh that carrier always flags for this. Yeah. So, like, if I knew you had vegetation you know some homes have like walls with like ivy growing Uh on the side of them there's some carriers that really don't like that oh so if i saw that on your home when Uh i'm you know googling your photos i would go oh well definitely don't put them there because they'll get canceled for that you know and so i go to the next best option for those things so sometimes as the agent that can be um really confusing you know Mm -hmm. if you forget oh i forgot this carrier doesn't take a metal roof you know that can be a big deal for a client so that's kind of um one of the things we as the agent have to stay on top of is knowing those guidelines because they're always changing, you know, depending on what that carrier is doing for the year, maybe all of a sudden they don't take metal roofs anymore when they used to always do metal roofs. And if you're in your mind and you're like, well, this carrier always takes a metal roof and you just do the quote and send it oops, they don't do metal roofs anymore, you know? So yeah. those kinds of things can happen. Um, but for the most part, it's it's up to the agent's discretion to be knowledgeable about those things and protect the client from not ending up in that situation.
1: Right. Um,
0: but on the other side, I always tell clients, make sure you ask all the questions. Don't just right. take what they're giving you and sign it away and go, yep, thank you, right. talk to you again next year. Yeah. If you're concerned about how that's going to play out, ask the questions, you right. know, who's coming, when are they coming, what are they looking for? Yeah.
1: Um, you know, is there
0: anything else that I need to know when I I make a switch? I said,
1: can they come in? I would prefer that they come in to get everything (laughs) they need rather than make assumptions standing outside my house. And you said a lot of times they don't want to come in. A lot of times they don't
0: need to because of the age of the home. So some carriers have guidelines where it's like, hey, if the home's, you know, under 20 years old, we don't need to go inside. We'll just do an exterior inspection. So they'll just drive by, take the pictures of, you know, all four sides of the building and call it a day. They're really just at that point looking for pride of ownership to make sure that, you know, you upkeep and maintain the home. Okay. Um, when it's an older home, they do want to come inside and they want to look under your ceilings. What kind of plumbing do you have? They want to look at your HVAC condenser unit and kind of uh-huh. look at the age of it, you know, make sure it's not within or not more than maybe 20, 25 years old. Um, your breaker box, they want to make sure it's in good shape so they'll open it up, take a picture uh-huh. of that. Um, and then the roof, they'll put up a ladder on the side of the home and they'll get up there and actually look at the shingles. All right. So when they do those types of um, interior inspections, those are... Um, more stringent and Uh they review them a lot a lot
1: more deeper yeah okay we're out of time okay when we come back though i'm going to stop you on roof because we're going to talk about roof and then we're going to talk about a big issue that you said is windstorm coverage so those two (laughs) things when we come back don't go anywhere welcome back to ask amy we're here with jessica fuentes of brazos insurance agency we're talking about homeowners insurance and one thing we wanted to talk about is the age of your roof Right. So you're hearing a lot of, I mean, and maybe that's always been the case, but is it more so now that insurance companies are saying your roof's too old, I'm not going to insure you?
0: They're being a lot pickier about it. They're paying more attention to it, let's let's say that. But yeah, there's always been an age of roof rule with mm-hmm. most any insurance carrier. Um, but in this side, on like the coastal region of Texas, most insurance carriers do don't want to want it to be more than 15 years old. and I but know that
1: roof's supposed to last longer than I that. I know that
0: sounds crazy because, yes, when you buy your roof, they tell you, hey, it's a 30-year shingle or, hey, it's a 20-year shingle. Mm-hmm. But on this side of uh, Texas, they just don't last as long, number one. Okay. Number two, insurance carriers have kind of learned that that 15-year uh, mark is kind of like their sweet spot, and they mm-hmm. know – once it hits 15, we're buying a new roof in those next five years.
1: So it's riskier for them.
0: Correct, so they'll do it, they'll still insure you, but sometimes they reduce the coverage on your roof and they say, hey, we won't insure you for 100%, now we'll just you know, insure you for a depreciated value, which is called actual cash value. So at the time that the roof has a loss, then they'll determine how old it was and what percentage of it they'll pay and then you're stuck paying the difference.
1: Got it. So you really, if at all possible, you don't want a policy with that actual cash value. You'd like to get a policy where they'll insure Replacement cost, correct. Um, but it's becoming more and more common that they just want to do actual cash cash right over a certain right
0: and it's actually becoming an endorsement on a lot of um, standard carriers where they'll say hey um, your roof might be 12 years old right now when we're insuring you but just so you know once it hits 15 we're going to downgrade that coverage Um, and that way it um, gets them a lower rate up front because they know that once that roof hits a certain age they're going to drop coverage on it so it's less of a risk for the carrier. Uh Um, And then for the consumer, they get a little bit of a price break because their rate's not as high as the next carrier who would insure them fully, no matter what age the roof turns.
1: So is there anything a homeowner can do about that? Like if somebody calls you and they get that sort of offer back from insurance companies, is there anything we can do besides put a new roof on your home?
0: Um, Just shop. Because like I said, every carrier has different guidelines. So we have some carriers that'll do up to 25 years old on a Uh roof replacement cost. Now that rate's not going to be as great as maybe a carrier who doesn't. Uh Um, But if that's your main concern, then yes, I would say definitely shop it because guidelines are changing all the time, especially right now when we're seeing so many of the major carriers make changes. A lot of those smaller carriers are also making changes and actually opening up and saying hey now that this carrier is not offering we're, we'll do that you know okay. and um, it's maybe a different carrier maybe it's a smaller carrier that you're not so familiar with but a lot of your if you talk to your agent about it they'll let you know their experience with that carrier and if it's a good choice for them meanwhile you know what I mean right. um, because the season that we're going through it may not be a bad idea to take a higher deductible uh-huh. if your budget allows for you know, you to self insure basically your roof and take a really high deductible this year, then it'll save you a lot of money on your premium, but when something goes wrong, it's mostly on you. Right. So I you know, I tell people, you have a choice here to make, but it's it depends on your budget.
1: Okay. So we have about a minute left. So I wanna be able to talk about windstorm because you're seeing um a lot of stuff that people need to know about in our area particularly on the coast like yes. which areas are we talking so about?
0: we want to make sure that you are aware that you need to have any work done on your home certified if you're in a windstorm area so if you're in that coastal region of texas usually on the east side of 146 um, or even on the west side of 146 um, but close to that coastal region uh-huh. you'll want to make sure that if it's required that you're always getting your building windstorm certified. What does that mean? Who does that? It's just an engineer, a surveyor that comes out and he just looks at it and says, okay, your roof would sustain this much wind and and it'll put it on a certificate, which we can look up through the state. And then that gives you a big credit on your windstorm insurance. Okay. Um, If you don't have that certificate, you'll get surcharged, which it can cost you more money.
1: Okay. Mm -hmm. And you said people who live along the coast, but they still happen to fall into Harris County. They're in a little bit better position because you you know, we know people who live along the coast, most of them need windstorm insurance. Right, right. And
0: actually, there's some people that are in like an in-between area where you don't qualify to get a certificate of windstorm insurance because you're not in Galveston County, you're in Harris. Um, and... For that reason, you don't qualify for windstorm insurance, so you have to buy windstorm through the standard market. And in okay. the standard market, windstorm insurance is very expensive the closer you get to the coast. okay. So those are the problems that people are seeing with their renewals. If you live in that area, uh-huh. it's do you want to figure out if you qualify for Texas windstorm instead? And if not, you're stuck in that standard market, maybe looking for a higher deductible.
1: Okay. We have just seconds left, but... You've been in the industry for a long time. Have you seen a season like this where another season later or two seasons later, the prices go back down?
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. I always tell people just let's hang in there because it always, you know, it goes up, but it comes back down. Um, So we've had times where carriers closed down for, you know, a whole year and then all of a sudden they're open again and everything kind of. Not once it goes back to normal, but to the norm for that time. Right. So, you know, if we could go back to just what the rates were, you know, a year ago, even Mm -hmm. though they were already going up.
1: (laughs) We thought they were high then. Yes, exactly. (laughs) If
0: we could just go back to last year, um, we would all be in a much better position. But that's not going to happen until we start to see some of these carriers open back up. Right. Which hopefully should be here coming up next year.
1: Hopefully. All right, Jessica, thank you for coming back in. I mean, the biggest takeaway, I think, is shop around. When you shop around, you find that lowest rate. Know that it can change within 60 days. But, you know.
0: And always ask your agent questions. Any questions that you have, always ask them. Because, you know, we're not giving out every piece of information every time. So make sure you're asking me, you know, hey, what am I leaving
1: off? We'll put contact information in our show notes for Jessica and Brazos Insurance Agency. Have a great day.